Yo, welcome back everybody. J and J. Julian, what's up? Week nine reactions, breakdowns, whatever you want to call them, but what's up, what's up? Oh, what up, what up? How you been? Shoo, I just got this PSI five bro. I'm I'm chilling, living life. <laughs> I feel that, um, I feel that. How you been, bro? How's fucking Texas with all this COVID shit? Bro, it's hot as hell down here. COVID's the same. It ain't, not, it ain't getting worse. It ain't getting better. Oh, okay. I wasn't too sure because you always tell me it's crazy down there, so that's why I'm asking. Yeah, people don't care, honestly, dude. Honestly, I feel <laughs> like everybody has COVID here, but it is what it is. Damn, bro. All right, well, let, let's try to cheer everybody up, get their minds off of COVID, minds off the election. Um, Let's just talk week nine, bro. Bill, Seahawks, I want to start there because, honestly, besides the Sunday night game, that was the biggest shock to me i didn't see the bills beating the seahawks at all i'm not not at all you 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 still to this day don't take the bills seriously no. do you i mean i i like their offense their defense is concerning to me um josh allen has his days and i mean I, they're they're a good team i'll give them that but um, yeah, I thought the the Seahawks are the Seahawks, bro. Like that offense is unstoppable, and I don't know. I honestly like they were in that game for a while, and then Russell Wilson just threw a bunch of stupid interceptions, and that was the game. But I mean, shout out to jo Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, you know, taking care of business, and, and the rookie Zach Moss. He's a pretty good running back. But um, you're gonna sit here and tell me you thought the Bills were gonna beat the Seahawks? Honestly, bro, yes, because the Bills have been really good this year, and it's it's not giving credit to the Bills, but more to the Seahawks' defense. I think they're in last, dead last in the league in defense, and that's concerning, bro, especially when you have a great offense in the Seahawks. I mean, you're going to lose games like these when you're playing a, a, a decent offense, and yeah, I'm not surprised this happened. Honestly, they played in Buffalo, you know, Seattle's <laughs> tends to struggle on the East Coast sometimes, and true, you know... Josh Allen, like I know you say, uh, he has his moments, but I mean, he late this whole season overall, though he's having a great season. To be honest, um, I'm not saying he should be up for MVP discussion, but he should be close to those conversations because that's how good of a season he's having, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just like you brought up, Zach Moss is starting to step up, getting more comfortable with this offense as a rookie. So. I don't know. I'm not surprised. I really am not surprised. The Bills are underrated as hell. They're like the new Tennessee Titans of last year. Mm. Where now people are talking about them, and then they might make some noise in the playoffs. So, yeah, the Bills, I said it in the beginning of the season that don't be surprised if they win this division, and it looks like they are on the brink of winning it. So, we'll see. Oh, yeah. Most of yeah, 90% sure they're going to win the division. Um, but, yeah, like I, I don't want to seem like a Bills hater. It's just I've I've seen the early starts, the the good starts from Josh Allen. I mean, maybe Stephon Diggs is that much of a difference, but this defense God, no. looks very lackluster. Like the fact that um, they they got blown out by the Titans, they lost to the Chiefs. I mean, it's the Chiefs. I understand, but um, and then almost losing to the Patriots. Like if Cam didn't fumble that ball, we would have we would have probably won that game. So mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just like I said, I was I was shocked, but I mean Russell Wilson kind of gave him that game. To be honest, like he really doesn't throw interceptions, and when he does, it's costly because, like you said, their defense is just very poor. It's just poor, bro. Like they have no cover corners. Their pass rush, I mean, they got Dunlap, and Jamal Adams is coming back from injury, but I I just don't like you said. If they have to get into shootouts, it's gonna be tough for them. I mean, we saw it with the Arizona game. Uh, they came. Yeah. Arizona came back, and Kyler Murray put the team on the back, and they won. But Absolutely, I agree. I mean, I said it time and time again all season. The Seahawks are my favorite in the mm -hmm. NFC. But that is one thing that I'm worried about is their defense, and it's frankly it's getting worse. I thought they were gonna like get better throughout the season, you know, start picking up some steam. But it just seems like they they're 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 getting worse and worse, and that's very concerning. So at this point, I still have the Seahawks minus favorite, but. Not by a wide margin. I, I close now with all these other NFC teams starting to step up, like the Packers and the Saints, and the Bucks. So I don't know. For the time being, the Seahawks are still my favorite. But like you said too, that defense is just—I don't know what is going on. Well, who, who do you think is the biggest challenger to Seattle? 
right now? In the NFC? Yeah. I'm going to go with the uh, Packers. And the reason for it is Aaron Rodgers just being a stud this year, bro. Like I didn't, like I know Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, but Jesus Christ, this guy is having a great season, and the defense looks like they're starting to do better than they did last year. So I, I give props to the Packers for running, trying to run it back this season. Um, they really didn't tweak anything. They didn't make any major additions or anything like that. So, I mean, hey, the Packers, I think I would probably say, and then after that, it's one of the two teams in the NFC South, the Bucks or the Saints. But it's, it's a toss-up, man, so between those two. But, yeah, those are the three or the four teams that are in my NFC divisional battle or NFC battle the, as well. The Packers, to me, have the same issues. Their run defense is terrible. And yeah. Like, Jair Alexander is the only bright spot in that defense. Like, he locks dudes down. So, like, they have a cover corner. They have a number one corner for sure. But it's like all these NFC teams, it's weird. Like, they have, like, that one deficiency where it's like oh shit like if this happens in a game it's over like it's crazy Mm -hmm. i don't know the nfc so wide open to me i would say the packers are one the saints on a good day are one they have to play in the dome though especially in january like if they play in century link it could be raining it could be snowing it's gonna be cold like who knows like they have to get home field the saints have to they're the one team that has to get that number one spot to make it to even have a shot at the Super Bowl. I'd say the Saints, the Packers, and the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals know how to play this team. And, I mean, we've seen it the past couple years, even with, you know, Arians. Like, they they rarely lose to Seattle. I don't even know the record, like, the past couple years. But I think they've lost, like, two games in the past, like, four seasons against them. So, it's just... I don't know. It's it's crazy. I feel like you know division, especially divisional matchups. Like you know, we always say you never know what's gonna happen. These teams know each other too much, and if the Cardinals caught them in the second round, or if somehow they get to the NFC Championship, I don't know. It it, it would be a toss up for me because Kyler Murray is looking like a, he's looking like the MVP candidate that we said in the beginning of the year. So I feel like that's still a good pick, and I feel like he could steal it from Russ. You're right. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, we could pivot there. Uh, Arizona, Miami. What do you what you think of two of this week? Hey, this is this is. I'm not surprised because um, the thing is, actually, actually, I'm a little surprised because last the first week he came back or the first week he started, I thought he was gonna go off. I thought he was gonna have like this outstanding game. Yeah, but and, you this know, is Aaron Donald. True. True. Um, but you know that's just it's just typical for all rookies. Their first game, they have a really great game because defenses don't know what they have on them mm-hmm. and stuff. They don't have any film on them, so I thought two was gonna have a great first game, and then the second game kind of surprised me. But this is the two I expected from the first one against the Cardinals right here. Yeah, um, two had a, he had a good game. He was efficient, twenty for twenty eight, um, two touchdowns. Um, it looks like he was he's sharing the ball out to all, the, all his receivers, not just one with dimensional. So that's good. But I also hope that he had a couple um, good running plays from this dude. What's his name? Sal- Savon Ahmed. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm surprised, though, that they beat the Cardinals, to be quite honest. This is the yeah, me too. for me because the Cardinals are heavy favorites. They, they've they been looking good all season. And Kyler Murray did not have a bad game whatsoever. He had his typical Kyler Murray game. 106 rushing, I think, two-something passing. Like, jeez. Uh, no picks. No and, picks. Yeah, so this was surprising on, on my part. But I would say this, and I'm going to go out on a limb. Um, we, every year we talk about, you know, the next Mahomes, the next Lamar. And now this year I predicted a you, you as well with Kyler Murray being the next great quarterback in that line of mobile mm-hmm. quarterbacks. Tua's going to be the next one. I'm calling it next season. Tua's going to have a better season next year. He's going to be up in discussions with those guys mm. next season. So, you know, this is his first his first year, obviously, you know, just to get a hang of the NFL and all the plays and uh, the flow of the game. And next season, man, Tua's going to be gonna be something special. Trust me, just like how Kyler Murray is this year. But, yes, the defense of the Cardinals, like you, like you just mentioned, every NFC team has, like, a little something wrong with them. And I think for now the Cardinals is just that defense. Um, and a little bit of the running game, but I guess the running game is not that bad, I guess, because to me, having Kyler Murray being the leading rusher for almost all your games is kind of concerning. Um, but it, it is what it is. The defense, though, definitely the Cardinals needs to step up a little more if they want to com- keep competing against these other NFC foes. But, yeah, Dolphins and, looking good. And I will say, I mean, 
if the kicker can make the damn field goal, they're going to overtime. So true, true. I mean, who knows that? It is surprising, but it's like uh, who who would have like who knows what would have happened if they went to overtime? I still think the Cardinals would have beat them, but and you gotta also remember. The Cardinals almost lost to the Seahawks that not too long ago on Sunday night yeah. because of their kicker missing that uh, potential game-winning field goal, and he missed it, so they went to overtime. But I disagree but with Kingsbury's decision at the moment because I remember they kicked on the third down instead of trying to gain like a couple yards true, like, true. through the game, like rush, like just run Kyler Murray or you know Kenyon Drake was still healthy, I think. Or no, he got hurt in that game, so it was Edmonds. Yeah, but Edmonds, they yeah. could have got some yardage and maybe gotten closer for him to make it. But I don't know. Like, you can tell that's going to be an issue moving forward, and we'll see what happens if they cut him or not. But absolutely, yeah, next to, to a, I, 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 I can see what you mean by that. Like I, I feel like Herbert's still that dude, but um, two, I can see Tua, you know, going off next year, honestly, because I feel like they're going to put more weapons around him and. You know, he can only get better from here if, as long as he can stay healthy because you never know, especially with the hip. But, yeah, uh, we'll just no, leave it there. Oh, go ahead. I want to add one more thing. The little, this because the thing is, like, the difference between Herbert and Tua, in my opinion, is Herbert's more of a pocket kind of guy. He's, to me, he's more like of a Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying he is talented as Aaron Rodgers, but he, he has that kind of style like Aaron Rodgers to me. Mm-hmm. But with Tua, he has a style of, like, Mahomes, to uh, Lamar, and – Kyler, where this Tua can easily get a first down with his legs, and he can also pass the ball um, and get a first down. So Herbert's the better quarterback for the time being, and I agree. Herbert's going to be also in the line of the next generation quarterbacks. But I, I'm just I'm just going to go out on a limb and say Tua's going to have a better career, and he's going to be in those MVP discussions before Herbert is. Um, so we'll see in the coming years. But I mean, hey, Dolphins and Chargers are both looking good with their quarterbacks so far this season. So. I see what we'll you see. I see what you're saying. I I feel like two is more Kyler Lamar kind of deal, not as fast, but you know he can make those plays. Herbert to me is more Mahomes. He can sling it just as I'm not saying as far as he can, but he can throw the ball pretty far and he can move around, evade pressure, and make plays. So, I mean, as long as they keep talent around him, I I feel like he can have success. Are they gonna win any AFC West titles? No, but. Um, I mean, they the, the Chargers are so disappointing. They lose every game, every which way they can. Worse than the Falcons. I mean, this is ridiculous at this point. It's like, it's, yeah, I'm just mad that nobody's really talking about that. Yeah, like, they're they're awful right now. I don't know what's going on if it's Anthony Lynn's coaching, but yeah, the, the games that they've lost, they, they should easily be six and two and not two and six. But you and say the that, thing is, I think I think they are gonna. Blame this partially on Lynn because last season we had the problem where we couldn't close games out just like we did at this beginning of the season. But we didn't want to blame it on Quinn. We we just thought it was personnel things going on, and it turns out it was Quinn. Like lately, we're still having that that um, that strategy where we're letting the like the Broncos. We almost let them come back and win, but mm-hmm. um, Morris is doing a little bit better job controlling this game, time managing it a little bit, and you know it prevents us from having those chokes like the Chargers are right now, but. It is disappointing, man. The Chargers should be better than this, but I have a feeling they are going to probably let go of Lynn this offseason. Probably. Because they they're too talented to be 2-6, and six, just like the Falcons are. So. Yeah, and plus that, they still don't have Derwin, right? Like, that's still... Mm-hmm. And Joey... Or, yeah, is it Joe? yeah, Joey Bosa. I always get them confused, but they don't have Joey yeah. Bosa either, so... um, You know, they're not full strength. Uh, I'll just give them a pass on the defensive side, but... The offensive side, I don't know why they can't close games out and they need to figure that shit out because they, they could have easily made the playoffs this year, especially with the seventh seed being added. So True. What a what a disappointing season for them because if they lose one more game, they're out of it basically. But, yeah, we'll just see the Raiders and Chargers there. Um, let's just go to the Steelers and Cowboys. I mean, there's just a quick game, quick little thoughts. But Garrett Gilbert, he was a li- little pleasant surprise. He stepped up. Yeah, bro. That game really pissed me off because this whole week I had – I have a couple of Steelers fans I know from work, and, you know, they were hyped. They were going to be like, we're going to win this game. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. And I made made a bet with my boss. I was like, yo. And well, he told me, he's like, you want to bet on this game? I was like, nah. I, got, I The Steelers are going to win. He's like, well, give me – he's like, as a Cowboys fan, give me 16 points then. I was like, no way. I was like, I'm not going to give you that. I was like, I'll give you 10. And he's like, no way. He's like, give me 16 or nothing. 
I was like, you know what? The Steelers are undefeated. <laughs> they seem like they're on a hot streak. I was like, I'm down. So I took the bet. But then that morning, bro, I had a gut feeling like the Steelers don't know who they're going to prep for at quarterback. Because at the before the game started, no one knew, like, the Cowboys, who were they going to put at quarterback this week? Yeah, I think they I announced like, it, like, Saturday. Yeah, so then I was just like, yeah, I was just like, damn, like, I feel like this is going to, like, mess up the Cowboys or the Steelers, uh, like, game plan on defense. And I had a gut feeling, like, the Cowboys are definitely not winning this game, but I feel like they're going to make this closer than what people think. And sure enough, bro, they made this fucking close, man. I lost money, but, I mean, hey, the Steelers so took the victory, but not good news with Big Ben having COVID now, so. <laughs> oh, my God. This guy's I mean, a good <laughs> So, yeah, oh, I don't man. know. I don't know, man. I, um, I mean, it was yeah, it was surprising that, but I, I'm Gary Gilbert. What well, he's he's been on the Broncos, no, the Browns. See, I don't know who he is. And like... I know he played for Colorado State. That was about it. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was on the Steelers side. Uh, it was the Juju Smith game. This was like his best game of the year, honestly. Six catches, ninety three yards, a touchdown. Uh, Claypool made plays. James Washington caught a touchdown. So, Steelers, man, I, I, I like them, but I still feel like if they play the Chiefs in the AFC Championship, it's gonna be the Chiefs, like, big time. See, I don't know, man. The Steelers, I just feel like right now they're they're unmotivated. Like they ain't no. I just feel like it was one of those games where they didn't get up for it. They're just like, eh, it was yeah. the Cowboys. You know, it happens. Yeah, yeah that's, we'll, I mean, that's exactly. We'll see. I mean, they got Baltimore on Thanksgiving. I'm excited for that game. But the next two, Cincinnati, Jacksonville, those are going to be easy wins. And then after that, Washington, Buffalo, at Cincy, Indianapolis, and then at Cleveland. And they could easily go 15-1, and 14-2. I don't see them going 16-0, and 0, but uh, they'll, have, they'll have a good record. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say that they're going to lose this week to the Bengals because we don't know about Big Ben's uh, status for this True. game. And I feel like they're also going to take the Bengals as a team like as, as they played the Cowboys this week where they're not going to take it too seriously and Joe Burrow might torture them. Joe um, Burrow's good, man. He, he's very underrated. Not a lot of people are talking about him right now, and it's it's fascinating to me because if you're looking at his stats, he's easily, to me, the rookie of the year. So... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Herbert is probably putting a run for his money, but I would say I would put Burrow uh, ahead of uh, Herbert right now and stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. Steelers, 8-0. Um, you already brought up their schedules, but I, I don't know. It just depends on the whole COVID thing, too, you know? Like, yeah. Big Ben having it right now, you never know. Um, so yeah, and it's like, like four more Steelers after that, too. So, yeah, who knows? That might affect their, their, their uh, games, but... I mean, yeah, they're easily acting, though. They're going to be the second team in the AFC. The Chiefs will probably overcome and get the first seed eventually. Yeah. But, hey, they're looking good. Not going to lie. They're the mm-hmm. surprise team of the year for me. Yep. Oh. Um, we'll talk about our teams last because I always feel like we start off with our teams. But what's the game that you wanted to talk about? Like, what's a game that you're like, I wanted to, that you were the, this is the one that you wanted to talk about. Like, oh, shit, I, I can't wait for the pod, like. Which one would it be for you, the Saints and Bucks, or which one? Yeah, actually, it's, it was the Falcons, Broncos, and the Saints. Well, yeah, of course, but we'll. we'll <laughs> but I know you said we we're talking about them at uh, the end. Yeah, Saints Bron- and Saints. Bucks, man. Wow. Yeah, like, that was, to me, everyone's surprised, but I'm not really surprised. It's a divisional game. We always bring it up, you and I. Divisional games are, you just never know. Uh, you, we saw it earlier this season with the Raiders being the Chiefs in Kansas City. Like, no one saw that coming. But um, to get spanked like that? Uh, well, that's surprising. Thirty-eight to three. That, True. I mean, wow. The offense did not show up at all. And the thing is, I'm telling you, it's, it's just a, it's an ego thing. I think, in my opinion, like Mike Evans, AB's, yep. AB's in, and I just feel like Brady, kind of, he's not gonna admit to this, but I just feel like Brady kind of wants to like make everybody happy by throwing it to like Evans, to AB, Godwin. And all these guys, and I just feel like he's just—he's—he was overthinking it this past Sunday. And I did find one weakness now on their team, and that's the run game. Yeah. How are you just gonna pop four times? In I the think whole game? that's more on Arians though, because I—I I don't know what they saw, like game plan wise, that let's throw the ball every single down and only run it four or five times. And that was an NFL record, like the least amount of attempts at running the ball. Like, come on, man. 
I agree with you. That was that's that was a terrible game plan, honestly. Like it's 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 stupid though. I don't understand like why Arians is thinking because like you your your pass your passing offense is always gonna get better if you have an established run game. Yeah. Like defense, you're gonna keep defenses guessing in. This isn't backyard football where you pass the ball every play. Like this this is not gonna work. I don't care if you have Brady, Manning, or anybody behind center. Like that's just unacceptable and the Saints took advantage of it. Props to them for not allowing the, the Bucks to torture them on the pass game. But yeah, this is this is uh not that surprising to me. But I guess thirty eight to three is a lot. I, I thought the Bucks were gonna make it a little closer than that. Marshawn Lattimore owns Mike Evans. Like this is dude. Marshawn Lattimore is obese. He's I, yeah. he, I hate the Saints with the passion, but I respect the hell out of him because he he shuts down Julio some games too. Like he takes the challenge of. of Shutting down Julio when yeah, we play Yeah, but Julio that. gets him back. Mike Evans, he can't do anything against him. Like it, yeah. it's it's shocking how bad he shuts him down. Like it's yeah. worse than um when Chris Evans used to shut or Chris Harris used to shut down um Keenan Allen. Like the if you look up the stats on that, like Keenan Allen cannot play against Chris Harris. Now they're on the same team, but Mike Evans gets shut down. Like he gets restrained. Like not nothing happens when. Lattimore's on him and it's crazy but yeah you you said this last week and you know props to you but the ego Mike Evans threw a tantrum on the sidelines this this past week like that's that's gonna be an issue he has not gotten the ball like he was used to with Jameis he's very touchdown dependent like the Broncos game he had two catches for two yards and two touchdowns and they, like, Brady's not looking for him, and he's wide open on some of these plays, and he does not look for him. He wants to throw it to Brown. He wants to throw it to Scotty Miller, Gronk. Now that Antonio Brown is there, he's obviously going to look for him more. But um, yeah, And Leonard Fournette, too, he likes to throw it to Fournette a lot as well. But, um, yeah, it's just it, it's going to be an issue moving forward. Like, they need to – Brady and Evans need to sit down and talk about this because if this continues – this is gonna be what's a what's a good example like AB on the Steelers kind of deal like, or I'm trying to think like did you see Hollywood Brown throw a tantrum uh, against yeah, the Steelers? Oh but my I, gosh. I, Honestly though, with him, I could see I'm more understanding of his situation than Mike Evans because with Mike Evans, dude, like you're you're in a great team, like you're gonna have to make sacrifices yeah. playing oh, yeah, for a I great Bucks team. With with Brown, you're like the lone receiver of that squad. Like, who's the second besides Dez, who just came into the mix? Who was their second best receiver? Willie Willie Sneed, what is name? Yeah, like come on, like Boykin. Lamar should be throwing the ball to Brown and Andrews the most. Damn, and Brown bro. just doesn't seem like he's getting them those many targets. And I can understand what he's saying, bro. I saw a clip where this guy's wide open, where he like beat the corner and he went deep. You know, obviously Brown's a fast dude, but Lamar just didn't bother to throw to him. I could see him, man. I could see his frustration there. Lamar, his confidence is shattered right now. Some, yeah, he, he, need, he needs to get it boosted up again because I don't feel like him throwing the ball is concerning. It, it, just doesn't, it doesn't look good. Rushing the ball, he's always going to be good, but inaccuracy and just uh, he can't seem to fit the tight throws in. I don't know, just something. It's weird, but he really I took agree. a step back. Really he, took a step back. I think the thing is, last the playoff game against the Titans kind of like ruined it. Like he kind of got his confidence shattered. Then I think that was the moment because the Titans, I feel like, played a game plan that playoff game where they forced Lamar to throw the ball, especially when the Titans were ahead. Um, there it made the, the Ravens play from behind, and I think they weren't used to that all season where they had to play from behind. And I think that shattered Lamar's confidence because now, like you said, he has to throw those tight balls, and I don't think he's capable of doing it. He still has to develop. I, I think he can add that to his game eventually, but I, this is why this season, I, didn't, I nobody's taking the Ravens that seriously, and I, for one, I, I'm going to be on that boat now. Like, In order for the Ravens to be elite and contend the Chiefs, they, they need to make Lamar Jackson throw balls like Mahomes does or like Aaron Rodgers where he throws them on the money, and this is why you drafted a Marquise Brown for for to get wide open looks like that for Lamar yeah. to throw the ball. But I mean, it's not yeah. working. You're right, and it's I don't know what they're gonna do with it this season because teams are starting to catch on on this running game by Lamar. They're starting to throw like a spy or two on him, and they're they're just trying to keep him from running the ball a lot. And like you said, like I just mentioned five minutes ago, the run game will establish the pass game, and I feel like more defenses are focusing on stopping the run out for the Ravens than they are uh, on his pass. So. We'll see. They're the opposite of the Bucks. It's funny to me, but 
they're both still good teams. We'll, we'll see. I mean, hey, Ravens, who they got this week? Patriots. Uh, Patriots. Ooh, that's a good game. Um, I, I, I think the Chiefs game really shattered them. I, I feel like seeing what that team did and how they can never beat the the Chiefs, I feel like that was like the downward spiral because he threw the ball good against the Browns and the Texans for the most part. I mean, they're bad defenses and bad teams. Yeah, but, I mean, he – I feel like since then he was struggling against the Eagles and he he wasn't really looking good against the against the football team. Like he's just been ever since that game, he has not looked good. So I don't I don't know what it is. He's lucky they played shitty teams because his wins since the Chiefs game when they went two and one, Washington, Cincinnati, Philly, and Colts. Like those are debatably easy wins. I I mean maybe the Colts, but the, Philip Rivers is on a downward spiral right now as we speak, and. <laughs> Their next couple games, Patriots, Titans, Steelers, Cowboys, Browns, like, you know, just to name the, a few. I don't know. I feel like they could lose a, maybe two, three games, and they're pretty much out of this division, like the division race right now. So I don't see them winning this division at all, to be quite honest. But. Like, they have to, like, especially with what you said. If the Steelers do get affected by COVID, like how, you know, maybe they might. That's their only way they can catch up because they have to beat them on Thanksgiving and they have to hope the Steelers lose a game or two. So, I don't know. The Ravens are very disappointing. That was my Super Bowl pick, and it's not looking too good. So, we'll see if they can pick it up or not. Um, Let's, yeah. before, we, before we talk about our teams real quick, I want to bring up Chiefs-Panthers, though. That was a the, good game. That was a great game. I was watching that one on, at work, and... Yo, Bridgewater, Bridgewater's starting to come on his own. Like, he had that bad game. Obviously, he was hurt against us, the Falcons, Thursday night. But he picked it up this game against the Chiefs. And, yeah. hey, the Chiefs, for as good as they are, their defense sometimes be lackluster. And that's it's a little concerning. But, I mean, we'll see how powerful the offense. Sometimes their offense can pick them up. And McCaffrey's back. That's nice to see. He had, a, he had one of those McCaffrey games. Funny to me that <laughs> came back and just had one of those games again. Um, but he got hurt again. Yep. Do you? I want to ask you do, you. do you think that's going to be an issue for the Panthers going forward? Where they're going to be like, look, <clears> we, <throat> we got to have to look at getting another running back because McCaffrey just keeps getting hurt. Uh, no. I I think they have a good run a backup in Davis, but I mean I don't think they should be like too worried about it. I just feel like it's one of those years. All that wear and tear from last year. I feel like it's just catching up yeah. to McCaffrey this year, but. I feel like next I year just, he'll be fine. I just, that's just concerning because I think of Gurley when obviously he had the knee problems prior to that MVP season he had, but yeah, that whole season he had the whole MVP season. He was he had a lot. He took a lot of mileage and hits that year, and he hasn't been the same since. I mean, frankly, like now he's doing better than he did this last season to the Rams. The Rams, but Gurley's just not the Gurley that we knew from his MVP season. I'm concerned that's what's gonna happen with McCaffrey is that he's gonna hit, get so many hits. And take so much mileage that eventually it's gonna catch up to him, and, and it is now. But like you said, he might come back next season. But that's it's just something to think about. Yeah. With no, I mean that situation. Every smart team's gonna have you know smart teams, right? Every smart team's gonna have a backup plan. They're gonna have something mm-hmm. in place. So maybe the Panthers do that, but we'll see. Uh, well, yeah, uh, I mean, they should have won this game, quite frankly. Yeah, they should have. I don't. I didn't really watch this game, but. From what the clips and highlights I've seen, I'm surprised they lost, honestly. But it is Mahomes, you know, not too surprising. You're right. But, it um, is Mahomes. Go ahead, bro. Go off. Broncos, Falcons. You squeaked it out. <laughs> yes, baby. Yes. There's ever a game I wanted to win so badly this year. This was the game because all my Denver peeps um, talking smack. Um, I know we both are trash this season, but this is a game where I wanted to win. But damn Falcons, man. They almost blew it again, bro. I don't know if you saw the ending of this game. Yeah, I mean, I saw it was like, what, 27-3 at one point? Yes, dude. We were up by so much. And then I see Drew Locke making a comeback. I was like, son of a bitch. Like, this is what they did against the Chargers the week prior. And this is not about to happen again. This is definitely not about (laughs) happening. But, hey, we squeaked out the victory. It wins a win, baby. So, we got it. Gurley looked good. Matt Ryan, you know, I keep – Matt Ryan tries to shut me up so bad. And I love Matt Ryan, bro. He has 
stellar numbers. But to me, man, ah, we need to freaking get another quarterback because he's getting old. I mean, Justin um, Fields is turning it up this year. I know he is, bro. But the more win, the more games we win, the less of a chance we get to pick him it, up. Because if these QBs come out like Mac Jones, uh, what's the dude's name from BYU, Wilson, uh, Trey Lance, like this is a pretty good QB class. I, I, it is. I it still is. feel like you guys could like, if you really wanted to, it could be like a Julio situation where you trade up, you know, a couple of picks and maybe Matt Ryan to get the QB. Because, yeah, I I feel like you guys need that that you know mobile can make plays off script kind of quarterback. It, if you had that man, this would cover it would cover up a lot of the defense's mistakes. I I believe. I, I agree because I saw this one play on the game where Matt, it was like third and eight, and Matt Ryan ran the ball, bro. He he got he got the first down. I mean, mind you, he was slow as hell, but you know he he broke a tackle <laughs> and got dove in for the first. And yeah. I was like, this is what we need. We need a guy who, who when the when the pass play breaks down and you need to go out there and get the first, you need to go and Matt Ryan. That's what he did. But I mean, yeah. obviously, you know, Matt Ryan's not as athletic as as some of these quarterbacks now today. So. We were missing that one piece, and that eventually led to the Julio Jones touchdown, um, that drive. So, you know, it's just little things like that people don't really notice or think about. It's like, you know, when it's third and eight and your pass play breaks down, you got to go run in there and get that first down somehow. And, you know, that's what Matt Ryan did on that play. And, we, you know, we, we ended up winning that game, thankfully. But, Jesus Christ, I mean, our defense is just so concerning to me, bro. And I feel like the draft is going to – our draft – we're going to try to – fix that problem through the draft but i mean that's very risky we've been trying to do that the past few years and dimitrov man praise the man he knows how to scout offensive players bro he does we be getting we be getting the best players on offense in the draft whenever he decides to get them but on defense he's just i don't know man i could do a better job drafting (laughs) no seriously look at his past history drafting these defenders the only two that stick out to me is grady jared and deon jones and Keanu when he's healthy. Keanu, but yeah, but then he got hurt. But everything else, bro, like Isaiah Oliver is not doing good anymore. Like he's just falling off this season, you know. Um, Your boy Tack McKinley. McKinley just got released. Like Vic Beasley's Vic Beasley. not even in the team anymore. Like these, these, all these corners and defenders, like they're that's not the Mitchell's style, man. I don't know what he was thinking drafting all these guys, and you know mm-hmm. it is what it is, but. Shout out to the Broncos. They made this a game, though. I kind of expected that once the fourth quarter started. That even though we were up by like three, two touchdowns, we were gonna make this a game out of it. And they should have, quite frankly, that last drive they should have won, or they should have drove down the field. Lindsey dropped the pass. I think Judy's the other one, or Hamler, one of the two, dropped another twenty-yard post play by from Locke. So mm-hmm. this isn't Locke's fault. Locke, Locke made the the right the correct throws, but these receivers just couldn't catch the ball. And you know that's just. That's just because they're all young, you know. They, they'll learn and stuff. But Judy had the, his best game, I think, of the seat of the year, and that's to be expected because our corners are so trash. Uh, AJ Terrell's doing fine, but you know he's a rookie. He's he's gonna have those mistakes, and I, I, that's why I expected that. That's why I picked up Judy this past week on fantasy because you know he I knew he was gonna have a great game against our corners. So yeah. Any quick quick fantasy uh, tip for everybody out there, whoever the Falcons play. Not this week, obviously, Ron Mike. Whoever they play, get up, get their receivers, the opposing receivers, because their corners are not good enough to stop them. <laughs> I'm serious. They, like, <laughs> Metcalf, I, I get Met, what you're saying. <laughs> Metcalf had a great game against us. Oh, that's um, Metcalf, though. You can't say Metcalf. True. True, but, I mean, he did what he had to do, you know? Um, yeah. DG Moore had a decent game against us on Thursday night, and that was before uh, Bridgewater got hurt. You know, Judy this week. So, yeah, like, I don't know. Just a little fancy tip for everybody out there. Whenever the Falcons play your team, just pick up your receivers because they're gonna probably do a decent job. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm I'm glad you guys pulled it out. You know, I'm so you, glad though. you yeah, did. I'm happy. You did what we couldn't do, and that there's the segue from one bad defense to another. Patriots squeak out a win against the Jets. Um, Jesus Christ, dude! I told I you was, this. I told. No, what did I? I told you this. I said I was telling everybody all week. Don't be surprised if the Patriots lose this game. Oh, bro, you're chirping, but not like, no, I'm not. I've seen this defense. This defense is terrible right now at this at this point, especially not having Gilmore. Lawrence guys hurt. 
Jawan Bentley's hurt. I, we we don't have depth, and it shows. Like even with our even when we're full strength, our COVID opt outs are still an issue. Like man, it's it's tough. Like the fact that we were down twenty seven, but ten points twice in this game. 20 to 10 at halftime and then 27 to 17. Joe Flacco looked like he was Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco. I'm like, what the hell is this shit? I'm like, bro, come on. But Cam looked good. Jacoby Myers went off looking like a number one receiver. Uh, Damian Harris, the run game's always going to be good. I, I feel like they're always going to get 100 plus yards a game. Um... Yeah, I, w- I was surprised about Jacoby Myers, honestly. I've seen him trend up. Like, they've been trusting him more. But, I mean, wow, 112 catches, 169 yards. I, I, I'm The only thing, I, it's weird, is Cam doesn't look for his receivers when he's in the red zone. Or when, he, like, to the only, the only two touchdowns he has is to our fullback and Rex Burkhead. Like, that's it. And seven picks. Like, I mean, he's been looking good. The Bills game, he looked okay. The fumble, you know, besides the fumble. And then this game, I know it's the Jets, but it's still something to build off of. Like, we haven't been good at all this year. Been getting destroyed and smacked around by a bunch of teams. But the fact that they rallied back and won this game, I am I was a little shocked. But, you know, it's the Jets. Like you said, the Jets are going to Jets. And the fact that we got the ball with that much time left is shocking and yeah it was, it was a good game from what i saw i was at work is, so i had to catch the is, highlights well the thing is joe flacco's an idiot bro i'm just quite frankly i'm gonna just say that right now he had a great game but then now he just made a questionable decision bro why would you throw oh the yeah, ball yeah, yeah. Into double coverage like really like <laughs> he, really? hey he was feeling himself he just fucking <sighs> chucked it Okay, I get that, but he's <laughs> quite fuck all. Like, no, be... yeah, I know, J- and that's J.C. Jackson, bro. He has five picks this year. Like he has a pick in like four straight games right now. That boy's nasty. They need to extend him right now. Like he's a new Gilmore, bro. Gilmore and J.C. Jackson are the best uh, corner tandem in the league. Honestly, I I, w- I would love to hear a better one than that. You're right. Like, You're those, right. Those those two are just elite and. J.C. Jackson and undrafted free. I don't know what it is with undrafted free agents that Bill knows how to hit on them. Like, <laughs> like Malcolm Butler, I know he's not that good now, but when he was with us, he was pretty good. Fucking, I'm trying to think of other ones. I can't think off the top of my head, but he's done pretty good with those undrafted uh, free agents. So props to yeah, him. But um, that's, that's what he's known for, bro. Bill Belichick should be getting hey, but, off the streets. Uh, I need to say this. That Bill Belichick, the I, I think he needs to step down as GM. That uh, it's just the the fact that he made that excuse. Oh, we 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 sold out for five years and won three Super Bowls, so our cap needs to be reset, and we didn't have money and this and that. Like, nah, that can't be an excuse. He he can't draft good or well. Excuse me, he can't draft well. Like the the same thing with the Falcons is the same thing with the Patriots. Like the fact that we have so many similarities up to this point is crazy, but. The drafting has not been good by Belichick the past couple of years. Like we drafted Nikhil Harry and we could have got DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, or someone or Debo Samuel. Those are three receivers that are doing way better than Nikhil, and maybe because they're not using Nikhil right, but whatever. Um, Dominique Easley, I think 2013. Malcolm Brown. I mean, these are dudes we're drafting in the first round, and they're not even on the team anymore, or they're just not performing. Sony Michelle, Sony Michelle is honestly one of the biggest disappointments in the past ten years of the Patriots. <laughs> All the second round DBs we draft, and they they don't, they don't do shit. Who knows about Duggar? Duggar looks good at safety, but we'll see if he can stay healthy. But I don't know, man. This. Belichick the GM is not helping Belichick the coach and I've heard that a lot and I I'm starting to agree with it because the team that he's building is is not a championship team like it shows how much Brady really covered for his ass a lot of those years yeah I mean I'm still I'm still mixed about both sides about Belichick carrying Brady and Brady carrying Belichick yeah it's it's tough to tell but it's like you can kind of tell a little more Brady in his prime was really covering up a lot of Belichick's mistakes yeah, because even and I think with all quite, those bad drafts, like they were still winning Super Bowls. So, I think quite frankly, though, this is kind of 
the year where Belichick kind of made – and you're right, he should sit down, but I, I wanted to say he – I feel like he, Belichick, he let his ego get the best of him this season yeah. where a lot of people kind of wanted to see what he was about without Brady, and I feel like he kind of overthought about the whole situation. I think Belichick believed like, oh, I can still put out a great team without him, with mm-hmm. all these guys that nobody can, nobody would hear about, like nobody heard of. Um yeah. And this is this is why I think this is came back to haunt him and bit him in the ass because um, this this team the defense is struggling um, even with the COVID opt outs you said I mean this this team's still struggling with all the injuries and I think Belichick believes that oh we got another better hurt like oh we could just find somebody else off the street and no like yeah it works for Belichick but you know half of the time it's not going to work so yeah. I don't know what Belichick doing I think this is also Josh McDaniels too. Um, with the offense, like, yeah, their offense did good against the Jets, but, like, they've been struggling lately a lot, like, a lot. And I know this is part of – this is Cam's problem, too, but I don't know. Um, I don't know what's going on with that offense, too. Like, I know the defense has its struggles, but just the no, offense, yeah, too. I, I, I agree. I don't know what's going on. You you know them more than I do. I don't know what's going on there. Maybe it's because Cam didn't really have a preseason to work with or, you know, much of a training camp. Because didn't he get signed, like – It was, like, like August. A month. Yeah, yeah it was like a month before the season started, so I don't know. This, uh, this, this, a lot of questions up in the air. But hey, this might be a good thing for the Patriots. You know, get a get a good draft pick this next year, and you know, rebuild again with Belichick. So we need D linemen. Our D linemen are so puny. Like it's like a high school D line. They're so tiny. Like <laughs> we have like two fit, like two fifty, two eighty. Like usually Belichick D lines are like three twenty plus. Like they're gigantic dudes, and the fact that we have these tiny dudes and we can't get any pass rush, and he's always trying to fake out the teams and say we're blitzing, and then he sends everybody back. Like teams are catching on to that, and yeah. I I don't know. We'll see what happens. Like maybe they could still make the playoffs, but it's gonna be tough. Like they they still have some tough games ahead of their schedule and. Miami's, I'm a, I'm a, Miami's not a joke to, you know, they can't overlook Miami anymore like they used to. And we'll see. What were you going to say? I don't think they're going to make playoffs. I, I honestly don't either, but I still feel like with the seventh seed and the bottom of the AFC is not too strong, they still have a shot. I'm going to give them that. Yeah, but, I just I don't think they will just because they got some tough opponents. They got the Bills again. The Dolphins in Miami, and I know you say the Dolphins, you know, are the Dolphins. And, no, I, like I said, you can't overlook them right now, especially yeah. with Tua, the way he's playing. And I'm look, I'm just looking at the schedule. They got the Cardinals soon, the Chargers, you the, know, Rams. Herbert, the Rams. So who knows? This is tough. They, this game against the Texans coming up is very – or in two weeks is critical because the Ravens game is a toss-up. It can go either way, but the Texans one, they have to win. Yep. Like, those are the type of games you need to win. Like, the Jets won, too, this past weekend. They end the season. They, those are games they need to win if they mm-hmm. want to win this playoffs. So. Yeah, that Bills loss you, though, hurt them. We're it just, did. It did. If they would have won yeah. that game, they would have been in prime position to possibly, you know, sneak up and steal the division. But now they're fighting for the seventh or sixth seed at this point. Because I would have at least brought them closer to the division. I know yeah. they might not have won it, but they would have made it a good Mm-hmm. Uh, race. I want to ask you though, since we're talking about the Jets too, real quick, are they going to win the game this season at all? Are they going to be the next team that goes 0 16? Let me look at their schedule. They got the they got Chargers. Are they could beat the Chargers. I mean, the Chargers like blowing leads. <laughs> uh, maybe the Chargers. Divisional games are always tough. You never know. I think their most winnable game is either Cleveland. Or the Chargers. Everything else, I honestly feel like they're going to lose. By... Yeah, they're definitely not beating the Seahawks in Seattle. No. The uh, Raiders the is a toss-up as well. The Raiders are a toss-up. But yeah. I'm gonna I go think they're the... going to go 1-15 or 0-16, honestly. It's one of those years. And if, I just... I, I if the Jets keep Adam Gase, I'm, I'm done with that franchise. I mean, I'm done with them anyway. I'm not a fan of them anyway, but... <laughs> I mean, come on, Adam Gase. As your, this is the guy you want to run your team for the future, with Trevor Lawrence most likely coming to the team next year. Like, nah, I, I, Joe Douglas needs to find his coach, and I sure I as think, hell know it's not Adam Gase. So I just think he's keeping Gase right now, just because yeah, they, they want to ensure go, that they got the first yeah. pick, and they don't want to do anything from midseason. Which is smart. Yeah, 
Yeah, which is smart. But, um, I think that's it, honestly. But, I mean, the Packers-Niners, the, that was the COVID bowl. Uh, the 49ers had, like, so many players on COVID. And, <laughs> I know. I feel bad for them, dude. But, uh, yeah, and they all have all these injuries, so, you know. They, I just want to say, though, if they make the playoffs, watch out for them. Because if, if, if they make it, like, as, a, as a, like, a seventh or sixth seed or something, you need to watch. Everybody got to watch out for them. Yeah, it just it's a tough road for them. Like, they have to, you know, the Rams, I know they beat the Rams, but I feel like the Rams still have a pretty semi-easy schedule that they can get some wins. Cardinals right there, and then whoever doesn't win the NFC South, it's going to be tough for them to make the playoffs. I'm liking my pick that I didn't make, I didn't have them making the playoffs, so uh, we'll see. Yeah, that's it, bro, honestly. I don't know if you have anything else to add about Week 9. It's pretty, it's a pretty fun week of pretty, football. Pretty simple. It was couple bye weeks you know just like next week is gonna be a couple bye weeks i there's just a couple games i didn't really see like the ravens colts i didn't really see yeah Um, not much the lions lions viking one thing about the vikings dalvin cook is going off now i don't know what happened since he came back from injury but (laughs) he's going off he got mad that he didn't play against the falcons and He's just like, man, fuck this. I'm going off now. And then, yeah, he's... It's going stupid just... right now. It's crazy. Uh, the Giants <laughs> upsetting the the Washington football team. I say upsetting because they were favored, Washington was, and then Kyle Allen got hurt and Alex Smith came in. And... I'm surprised Alex Smith hasn't done, like, that good. I thought he was going to do, like, he's have his remarkable uh, comeback story. I feel like he has, like... He leads them. I feel like he has PTSD or something. Like, that injury was catastrophic. Surprised. It was really yeah. bad, and I, I, like you said, I wouldn't be surprised either. But I feel like it's something like that. It's just mental. He reminds me of Gordon Hayward. Like, when he came back, he wasn't the same because it was a bad injury, understandably. And I just feel like they're very timid, and, you know, it's going to take a while for them to come back, honestly. Or Alex Smith, more importantly, to come back. Um, Bears are full of shit. I've said this last week, and I'm going to say it again. Full of shit team, the Bears. It, I, I I don't know what what the hell's going on with the Bears. They're wasting that defense. I mean, they need to figure the the QB position out next offseason for sure. Because Nick Foles or Trubisky is not the answer. They should have won the Saints game. They could have beat the Bear, the Titans. Um, they could have beat the Colts. I don't know. There's a couple of games they should have won and they didn't. It's because of this offense. So. I, don't know. It's, right. I feel like Nagy too is the issue as well. I don't know what's going on with this play calling, but it's taking a little hit. You know, as, as the season goes on, it does not look good either. So, uh, trying to think what other game we missed. The Texans Jaguars. Uh, Jake Luton. That was a pretty exciting game. I'm not Jake Luton looked pretty decent. Maybe he's he's the next uh, Jaguars future starter. Who knows? But oh, he's like the he's like. Uh... What's his name? Minshew. He's in the Minshew. Yeah, he has a couple great games, and then defense just started to catch off. And he's like, Plus, they were playing a weak Texans defense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Look ahead to week 10, bro. What what games are you liking? Um, So the Falcons are on by, so, you know, I can actually enjoy all these games and watch them. (laughs) I know. Uh, Don't you hate that shit? (laughs) Yeah, I do like the morning games. Like yeah. sometimes I miss some of them because I'm like, I, I really want, especially this past week with the Falcons and Broncos. I'm like, this is the game I'm watching. Like this is the game. Mm-hmm. And I was here and then looking at the Chiefs Panthers one just because it's on the TV too. But yeah. uh, the game I'm looking forward to is the Seahawks and the Rams. Um, okay, that's gonna be a good one. The Seahawks always tend to struggle in LA. I don't know why the Rams always have their number for some weird reason, bro. They do. And wow, the Rams are favored by a point and a half. That's... Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, the Rams, they always, like, when they were trash, too, they, they somehow would always yeah. beat the Seahawks. It's because Aaron Donald, bro, like, he just, he yeah, has their number. Yeah, I don't know what it is with Aaron Donald, dude, but. And just... then Jalen Ramsey isn't going to make it easy for DK Metcalf either, he's so. Definitely not. He's going to, he's going to uh, slow him down, so. That's going to be the only game, honestly. Uh, oh, Bills Cardinals, too. Bills Cardinals. Yeah. Mine is going to be, um. Chargers Dolphins the rookie bowl two versus Herbert that's gonna be a good one. It it sucks um, man because all these, it looks like all these morning games aren't gonna be that good. But yeah, it's weird. Games. All the morning games are on Fox and then all the afternoon games are on CBS, and then one yeah. Fox game or two. Sorry, what the fuck it's three? Just, <laughs> but yes, yeah. it's weird, bro. But like 
all the afternoon games look good. Like yeah, Bengals, Steelers, Niners, Saints, Seahawks, Rams. I mean, I know the Broncos aren't good, but that's always that's always a good rivalry game to watch. So yeah, like all these games in the afternoon are good and it sucks because these morning games it's gonna be boring as hell. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean Ravens Patriots Sunday night too. Ravens Patriots, yeah, of course. Course. We'll see what happens. A uh, Ravens player tested positive for COVID, so we'll see if they push the game uh, back or what's gonna happen. But should and then put one of these afternoon games for a night. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Cool. I mean, they could put Bills Cardinals Sunday night, but be I don't nice. know. we'll see what happens with these COVID tests. It's crazy, bro. Crazy I'm world we so, live in. I'm just surprised we're still playing football. Like, I know because it seems like every team's getting a COVID test at some point. The, f- the fact that the Titans didn't shut the NFL down is—I'm still shocked that that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> they tried so hard to, bro. They really did. I know, but yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll let Julian close it out with the uh, Tack McKinley. Uh, you know, say something nice about your boy Tack McKinley, and we'll close bro. it out. I respected him so much when we drafted him. I liked his pick when we got him. And I don't know what the hell is, why he's so butter about it. Like, you know, just if you're that uncomfortable, why didn't you say something prior to the deadline? It just seems like he wanted to voice his opinion after the deadline. Like, like come on, man. Like, I don't know. Right. I get that you weren't happy in that situation, but like, fuck, say something. Like, so we can try to fix that other than just releasing you, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He kind of hurt his stock too because I feel like a lot of these teams now aren't gonna want to touch him because they're gonna because you gotta also think like he had that rant in the draft night when he cussed on live television. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I mean and, he did get you know, claimed by the Bengals, so it's just I don't know. I don't know, and that's good that he did because that means we don't have to play him or pay him. So, but still, like I don't know, McKinley. I still think he has a good opportunity, a good chance to make it to make good in this league but i mean i don't know he's got some a little bit of character issues he might have to deal with but yeah i don't know we'll where see. this ego came from like he hasn't done anything in this league exactly yet, so. like i don't know where too like he's he was quiet i didn't even know he had a problem with us till like a couple of weeks ago like four yeah. like a month ago i didn't even know like Me he had neither. A problem with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah bro like he was just very quiet about it and then when he sent that tweet i was like oh okay and then i started looking into it i was like what's going on here yeah. But hey, I mean, he want to leave, go get on him, you know. Good luck over there wherever you go to the Bengals. But this, I don't know. But it, he didn't really do much for us anyway. It's a weird so situation, but it is what it yeah, is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, guys, that's it. Um, we're gonna be, you know, trying trying to keep up to date as much as possible. Um, you know, go follow our social medias. Go subscribe to Sports Inferno. Uh, if you have anything else to say, Julian, that's pretty. Uh, that's that's it on my end. No, just everybody stay safe, guys. Stay safe. Peace.